The late, great Russian cellist Mstislav Rostropovich had this to say about the young violinist Alexander Markov. I heard on numerous occasions the performances of Alexander Markov. Technically, he has a perfect control of the violin, and his sound has a full dynamic range from a subtle piano to a powerful fortissimo. He has a profound musical intelligence and rich intuition. Once I managed to hear his performance of the 24 Paganini Capricci on TV. I am certain he is one of the most interesting violinists of his generation in the entire world. That from Mstislav Rostropovich. Rostropovich had a real ear for recognizing talented young musicians. Decades earlier, he noticed the brilliant young Latvian cellist Josef Fagelson. In an interview with Paul Seng, Fagelson explained, I studied with Rostropovich for three years from 1971 to 1974. It was after I took the first prize in the Concertino Prague competition. Rostropovich heard about me from a friend. I remember he held an audition in his flat in Moscow, and I actually came a year earlier to the conservatory because I had to graduate a year later but he said I should take a one-year extension in my studies. At that time, he had gotten involved with Solzhenitsyn, and it was a difficult time because he wasn't concertizing very much. But for me, it was fortunate because I had regular lessons with Rostropovich twice a week, which was more than I could ever have hoped for. So his bad luck became my good luck. Josef Feigelson in an interview with Paul Seng. The award-winning cellist Josef Feigelson settled here in northeastern Pennsylvania, and he continues to tour and teach. He's co-founder of a concert series in Milford, the Kindred Spirits Arts series. That was over two decades ago, and this week there will be a very special guest performer, violinist Alexander Markov. We had a chance to speak by phone with Josef Fagelson about the series and the special guest. The organization we started from 2002, doing concerts only in great hours. It was only classical. It was mostly chamber music. And then kind of involved, and people say, why wouldn't you bring this, why you bring that? And, of course, I also kind of got the appetite, and our group grew into the nonprofit organizations. Uh, I think we recuperated in 2005. As a matter of fact, uh, yes, when you think that we are 21 years in existence, it, it's kind of sobering thought. And uh, yes, our idea was to connect a little bit uh, music with, with nature. That was the idea why we started Great Towers. As you know, that's a former residence of the governor Pinchot and kind of cradle of the American conservation movement. And so when we decided to do music there, we kind of tried to do mostly classical, mostly so-called organic music that really corresponds to the nature, to the beauty, and so forth. But yes, we evolve, uh, because without involvement, I guess, there is no life, right? So we evolved. We started to also to do concerts and master classes in schools. And uh, yes, today uh, we also evolved a little bit because uh, some people, for example, left their board, some people came in. I must say that we have a very nice couple now 
He is now our, our president, and she is a treasurer. Uh, a couple who just recently came to Milford to, to live, and they immediately fell in love in what we're doing and became our major sponsors. And so this gave me like a little bit like a, let's say, fresh start, may I say, because when you see people freshly enthusiastic, that gives you, again, another, another push to continue. In terms of uh, our programming, uh, we've pretty much stay uh, with four concerts at Great Towers. I think most of the years we've been, and we kind of like that. It's outdoors. It's beautiful setting in a pool area there. Some of your listeners may be familiar with this place. If not, I only can urge everyone to visit Great Towers. It's a beautiful park-like grounds and uh, beautiful chateau. Uh, obviously, Mr. Pinchot was Governor Pinchot was French ancestry, and he did a lot uh, in tradition of French forestation. And the, the building that he built is done in a very great tradition of Norm- Normandy kind of style chateaus. So I can only urge people to come to that. And that's uh, June, July, August, September. I can t- tell you just a little bit. We kind of also stick to the idea of first concert in June to be early music, and this time it's a group called Concordian Dawn. They're, they're phenomenal. They're based in New York City. Again, we're blessed to be close to New York City. And uh, if you heard, uh, there is a singer, Christopher Preston Thompson, and they specialize in 12th, 14th century French and other European song and music, which is really, really early, we would say. And it's, 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 they, what they do is phenomenal. I can only tell people to go to their website, concordiandawn.com. And that's on June 17th. Then July 15th, we have a Ballardet String Quartet, a young upcoming quartet based in Boston, but actually they started at Rice University in in Houston, very, very, very talented four guys, and uh, they will play the program of Haydn, Schubert, and also Georgi Kurtak, a Hungarian composer. And uh, another event in August 19th, we'll, I was thinking about to do something in connection to, with Ukraine. Obviously, influence was, was going on there, the terrible tragedy that goes there, and kind of bring something related to classical music from that land. And I quickly realized that I know a very famous Ukrainian violinist, Oleg Krisa, a long time uh, really professor in Moscow and Kiev and and uh, now in uh, Eastman School of Music, and we played many times together, including in New York. And he is uh, really probably the best-known Ukrainian violinist uh, to date. He will join me to play something by Mykola Lysenko. I don't know if you know that name. And that's Ukrainian composer of the end of 19th century who studied in Europe, uh, who really became, at least for that area, quite a known entity. And he composed a string trio, which we will do with uh, Maestro Krisa and one of his students. So that's something that I will be incorporating myself on August 19. And September 9, we have a, in Great Hours, we have a cabaret. <laughs> it also became a tradition. We have something like a light jazz, what we did last year. And now it will be stories in jazz, and it will involve, as a matter of fact, two Israeli musicians. He is a musician. He is a fabulous jazz guitarist, acoustic guitarist. And she is a singer, Damus Nisim. But they made themselves very well known in New York now, uh, really two hot items, two Israeli musicians, which are specializing in American jazz, believe it or not. So this is about the summer. But now I should probably tell you why I really wanted to talk with you so urgently. Yes! Yes! <laughs> and the urgency is, 
started with summer events, not surprisingly, because this is where our most of the activity is. For years, we did something in the spring and actually winter, but those were artists uh, specifically who came to the schools, to the area schools, Delaware School District, and uh, that was it. They just went to the schools, they played for the kids, they did master classes, but we kind of never really, maybe just a few times, something small, but we never really thought about doing uh, open concerts knowing that this area is fairly, fairly sleepy before it goes into the warm season. But this time, I was uh, thinking about inviting somebody very exciting, somebody that I recently really became fairly close to. His name is Alexander Markov. We met briefly when he was still a teenager in New York when his father came here, uh, Albert Markov. He became a long-time professor in Manhattan School of Music, and uh, of course he has a lot of talented students who became good players. But let me tell you, his son, he's probably his, his biggest achievement, which uh, again probably raises the question, uh, usually musicians' uh, experience with their own children is not very good. But in this case, I think Albert uh, really showed that it's possible. <laughs> and he really made uh, his son uh, probably greatest virtuoso. I, I, anyway, I, I would only urge people to go to alexandermarkov.com and just try some of his recordings if they're not familiar. And obviously, uh, when I heard his 24 Caprices, Paganini Caprices recording, it was probably back in late 80s or 90s, I think 90s. When it came out, it was an f- absolute hit. Everyone was absolutely just amazed. Uh, that was and what was amazing specifically, it's not just he played fast and furious, like uh, this music really invites all, of, all the virtuosity you can imagine, but it was incredibly musical as well. That, that was a really combination that is so winning about this fellow. But on uh, Thursday, March 16, he will actually, before he does something for the kids next morning, he told me, why wouldn't I just play you know, for your community? I said, you sure? <laughs> do you want to do that? And yes, he wants to do that. And more than that, he will bring along with his uh, Italian old instrument, obviously. He brings along his six-string designed specifically for him electric violin. And he'll play some rock music. I never thought that it's another side of him. He really wanted not just to be a star in classical music. He wanted to be like a pop star, too, probably. (laughs) Something that he really likes. He told me he always... Like loved uh, Deep Purple, you know, heavy rock brands, as, uh, growing as a child in New York City, and uh, he said I eventually wanted to do it on violin, but obviously not on acoustic violin. So I specifically made all the arrangements to build myself a f- completely different electric instrument. So that's uh, quite an, quite an interesting combination. So for those of you who are classical music lovers, you will not be disappointed. You will have a great classical music playing. There there will be music of Tartini, Gluck, Schubert, Tchaikovsky, of course Paganini, goes without saying. But also there will be a few works that Markov wrote himself in, like a rock style, and uh, he will be joined there by some of the musicians, local musicians, who will play the rhythm section. Also his accompaniments will be two pianists, interestingly enough. Mother, Heike Dor, and her son, Aris Economides, will play the rock part on the electronic keyboard. So it will be quite a show, and plus it's all free. So I don't know what people have to lose, they say, right? So please, come there. Uh, it's a very unusual location for us. I must mention that. That's Route 739, Dingman's Ferry. 
there is a Dingman Delaware Middle School. There is also Dingman Delaware Elementary, and uh, people in the area know this area. But people from Scranton probably would need to Google it. But Route 739 is fairly well known. So I hope uh, to have a great crowd. Award-winning cellist Josef Weigelson, who is artistic director and founder of Kindred Spirits Arts in Milford, Pennsylvania, speaking with us about the series Kindred Spirits Arts and the very special program that will take place this week, this Thursday evening at 7 at the Dingman Delaware Middle School. And it is the renowned violinist Alexander Markov, He was awarded a prestigious Avery Fisher Career Grant in 1987. He made his New York debut recital at Carnegie Hall. He's a gold medal winner at the Paganini International Violin Competition. He's appeared as a soloist with some of the world's most celebrated orchestras. And he will be in Milford and Dingman's Ferry to perform for the young people at the Dingman Delaware Middle School on Friday, but he will give a public performance for the community that is free and open to the public. For more information, kindredspiritsarts.org, kindredspiritsarts.org. It is the award-winning violinist Alexander Markov, and as we heard Josef say, he will bring his celebrated Italian violin to perform but also the one-of-a-kind gold violin that he had crafted for his performances of rock-like music, his own compositions. It's a gold electric violin, and he has a personality that connects directly with audience, like the electricity from his violin. So that's Alexander Markov, 7 p.m., Thursday, March 16th, at the Dingman, Delaware Middle School Auditorium. Route 739. Admission is free, and if you like more information, you can check the website kindredspiritsarts.org, kindredspiritsarts.org. And as Joseph suggested, we should go to his own, the Markov website, and you can see some of his performances, and that's Alexander Markov, M-A-R-K-O-V.com, Alexander Markov. Dot com.